This week's code is J-A-S-O-N-C-M-I-L-L-E-R. Jason C. Miller is the code this week because, uh, spoilers in case you didn't look at the title in the description, Jason Charles Miller is joining us, so why am I still talking? Let's get to Jason talking. Here we go. Enjoy the show. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> What's up and welcome to Champions of Lore, a show about all the kick-ass stories behind some idle champions, coolest campaigns and characters. Uh, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on twitch.tv slash Games or later on your favorite podcast service, B. Dave Walters and Aaron M. Evans talk about all the idle champions lore that's fun to know about. If you're here with us live in the chat, you can leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, will ask them later on the show. You can also appreciate the really cool magnetic uh, uh, hourglass that Jason's holding up. I don't know um, how the F it works but it's awesome <laughs> uh, and, and speaking of Jason Jason Charles Miller thank you for being here with us to celebrate our 50th episode I, I know this is great this is great and you guys are catching up with Bardic Inspiration I can't take it's any true. more days off you can't we're, we're coming for you we're coming <laughs> for that number 52 that's a very small buffer we gotta keep that we gotta keep ahead <laughs> are you guys gonna go on vacation or anything got anything <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Oh, there's a lot of lore to cover I don't know I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> and we keep making new lore. That's the problem also. I know, so. yeah. Right. Uh, Jason, well, if... We keep, make, we keep making new songs, buddy. There you go. There you go. That is true. Ooh, shots fired. That is true. Uh, use your lore and turn it into songs. I mean... But then we'll do a show about songs I mean, about if, lore. If you ever want to convince Dylan to let you do a song about why Orcus loves the Raven Queen so damn much and he yep. holds a boombox up us. for her... Yep. That's, yep. That's, that's, a, uh, that's an easy, easy sell with Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you also could write a song about his favorite class, Bards. And like why they're the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jason, in case people don't know who you are, which I, I don't know how that would be, I do. I literally tell them to watch Bright Inspiration all the time. Who are you for the fine people who may not know? I'm the guy that um, when I post a song on TikTok, I get comments that are like, "Keep it up." <laughs> you might get somewhere someday. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, because that's the thing. If you don't know someone, right, and you know you don't know anything about them, so chances are I could just be some dude trying to make it. You know. So, um, well, we'll just we'll just keep I, I, it at that. I'd say two things. One, are we not all dudes trying to make it? <laughs> and, and, and two, at least they weren't like, don't quit your day jobs, easy top. You know, <laughs> right, like, yeah. so... I got a, got a few of those. I got a few of those. <laughs> Usually I get like, no accounting up. for That's taste. No, <laughs> but anyway, no. Um, so I host a show right here on Codename Games. Uh, called Bardic Inspiration, where every uh, Tuesday we write a different song, Dylan and I, with the audience. We write a song about a different character in Idle Champions, a.k.a. Dungeons & Dragons. So uh, the audience will give us suggestions. We'll pick a topic. The audience throws out suggestions, and uh, we write a song in two hours. In fact, yesterday we wrote a song about kobolds in, like, 57 minutes. Because, I mean, wow. they're kobolds and... Everyone was just waiting for us to write a Cobalt song. I, I, we knew it. It was inevitable. <laughs> but beyond that, um, I've had a lifelong career in music. I've been blessed to uh, to have a have a wonderful career in music. And um, and then about 17 years ago, I was singing on a Pop Tarts commercial and said to myself, "Hmm, maybe I should give voice acting a try." So I took some acting lessons. And uh, ever, you know, I've been in like a 200 production since so uh, Heck yeah. I'm one of those hybrids who happens to also play D&D so I'm a musician who's a voice actor who plays D&D and that's all I'd you also, need to know I'd also the trifecta like the record, I'd like the record to show that you wrote a song about white dragons named Osioth and Obfiog in about five minutes so you don't even need I mean it wasn't epic. too long of a song but still full credit yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Full marks, get, all that stuff. Yeah, you get full. You get full credit. You get full You're credit for that. Basically, one. a wizard. <laughs> yeah, <perspective. laughs> in, 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 so I will take that. Yep. 
an actual bard. Mm -hmm. I have to ask a question about the Kobold song. Yeah. Does it involve the lines jump in the trench coat, guys? We did mention a trench coat. <laughs> a trench coat was mentioned. Once again, this is now this is the second song that I've written uh, in my life mentioning Kobold, three Kobolds in a trench coat. Uh, you know, you're you're nearing your final form. And the second song is 2021! And that final form is three kobolds in a trench coat. <laughs> the final form, but it might be four kobolds in a trench coat. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? Because they, they want to look like a Goliath. Mm -hmm. Four kobolds in a trench coat could be about Goliath height. Or mine, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're Goliath. I'm Goliath. Yeah, right. Him. That is the problem. Yes. Um, Aaron. Yeah, oh, but, sorry. Who, yeah. Who, who are these uh, oh, yeah. two other folks that we got with us today? Oh, I'm Erin M. Evans. I'm the author of the Brimstone Angels Saga and a content designer for Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. I also play Cecilia on Dungeon Scrawlers. And Havilar in Idle Champions presents The Trials of Mount Tiamat. Hey, yeah, I forgot true. to mention that. <laughs> you know, that's the thing that's happening. Uh, uh, B. Dave Walters here again. Um, the 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 fates are aligning. Um, I do. You can find me wherever fine streaming content can be located, up to and including tormenting my very dear friends on Monday nights on Idol Champion Presents. Votes are open now for they next are. week for you know how how you might be able to assist them because clearly they need your help. Uh, also, Is it giant healing potions, or even more <laughs> giant healing potions. <laughs> I feel like that's not, that's it, probably not in the cards. Is it a yeah. potion of depetrification? <laughs> a yeah. potion of water breathing that also happens to depetrify. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Right. I like that's that. That's a one. weird side effect, it, but it, I love it. Yeah. Consult right, your, yeah. uh, consult your cleric before taking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot happened on this week's ICP. Uh, but I, I would just say that uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Jason Charles Miller was the first person I met in Los Angeles in times long past back in 2003 because I actually met him in Arkansas before I came to LA so he always would point out that he's my first Angelino he is. I am. I'm your first Angelino. And, and it's and what you know. What's weird to me is how we ended up in the exact same rooms through wildly different paths, and still we're just like, oh, hey exactly. man, exactly. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yep. yep. And the uh, weird thing, yep. Yeah. I mean, we, we, could, we could go meta on it in a lot of ways, but uh, so like he knew me uh, on from the music business side and then we and then we figured out that we were both nerds uh, and then ended up on the nerd side years later. But nice. but from different directions, it's kind of crazy. You know, let me tell you this. Since it's this is the fiftieth, this is the fiftieth episode. Dang it, we can wax, we can wax uh, uh, philosophical momentarily. Um, before, <laughs> the before lore we of us. That's true. We're this is our lord now. Yeah. <laughs> so let me tell y'all how I even got into streaming. By the way, I don't know if, you, if 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 I've told this story in this particular setting. I mean, I've told the story a hundred times. So uh, on the very the set of the very first movie I ever did, I met Damien Poitier. We became friends immediately. And along the way, I introduced Damien to Jason. And Jason had gotten in over at Geek and Sundry because Jason, you knew Felicia. Right. And Foreververse was starting. And then Jason got Damien in over at Geek and Sundry, which back during those days, I had a day job. And I'm not going to lie, in my heart, as you guys were like doing Foreververse and all this stuff, I was like, Man, nobody asked me to come do stream, but you wouldn't even know each other if not for me. Like, screw you guys, man. <laughs> you know? But of course, I didn't say anything. I kept it in my hard box. And then one day, Damien calls me and he's like, I got an idea for a show called Ask Your Black Geek Friend. And literally, I gave him the flash response to stop right there. I'm in. He called me on a Wednesday. We shot the pilot that Saturday. Geek and Sundry told us they wanted it on Monday, and the rest is history. But it is a very. Damn. But interesting weavy thing there's a tiny detail in there though that you missed mm -hmm. and that is and you i i uh i asked damien a question and uh it's because okay so the band body count asked me to uh appear on one of their songs and um which is ice t's uh metal band mm -hmm. and uh so i I was very proud. I was a body count fan from, since I was in high school. So I was mm -hmm. very proud that I was on a body count song. But the problem was this. The name of the song is No Lives Matter. That's the name mm -hmm. of their song. 
And so I went to Damien. I'm like, Damien, I want to like tell people that I'm on this song, but like, what's a way that I can say it that's not going to be offensive? And he's like, Oh, ask your black geek friend, huh? <laughs> and then that's and then that put the idea of the show in his head. Yeah. So all roads lead back to Jesse. <laughs> all roads lead. You, you 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 were the herald that lifted me up of the dark of the darkness of the deep south, and here we are. <laughs> Now I'm about to see your character plunging into the darkness of the I know. when you fail two more times. I think I mentioned that we had been friends for 18 years when when my character. <laughs> you did. You yeah. did. Hey, it's I didn't not going do great, that. Guys. I didn't do that to Brig. The dice, the dice did, did that. Did that to Brig. Yeah. So, um, so uh, we're here today to talk about the Witchlight Carnival, uh, which uh, everyone here has some pretty good experience with. Minus me, I got the pretty book. That's as far as the experience has gotten me. I've not had time to read this front to cover yet. <laughs> Just because you know, it's here, I've got the other version too. But here's yeah. the uh, the right the, uh, yeah. the version, which is a cool cover as well. I love you know, those I, covers. Mine's I, was about, digital. I, I was about to be that guy and be like, oh, here it is. Oh, no, that's the collector's edition <laughs> oh, of this oh, 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 oh. How did I get in there? Did I, oh, oh, no. This whole thing. <laughs> this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Witchlight Carnival. Uh, the the well, the Wild Beyond the Witchlight. The adventure. This is basically Curse of Strahd for the Feywild. Uh, it is a campaign that takes you into the Feywild, and you learn about it and are exposed to it through your adventures there. And if you've been watching the Black Dice Society, the show that I DM on Thursdays, and if you haven't, jump on in. Uh, we've had a detour into the Feywild, so they've been at the the they've been in the 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 Feywild for about four or five episodes yeah, now. We've, like been at, we've been at the Witch Lake Carnival for two or three of those. I will say this book is gorgeous. Oh yeah, the, it really is. There, there's been so that. many times that I was like flipping through it and in the meat, and I'll just be like, oh my God, look at this picture. Everybody look at this page, you know? Yeah. Like the, you, I can't do it justice, but the the Displacer Beast on page oh, three. Oh, with yeah. the wings, yeah. so pretty. She's gorgeous. So uh, the, um, the, the maps, the maps are so cool. Oh yeah. They yep. Are. yep. So uh, what the Witch Light Carnival is, because theoretically that's what we're discussing, not yes. just this adventure, um, is if you read Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft, there is a carnival there that can travel between the domains and even travel outside of the domains. It has a parallel carnival called the Witch Light Carnival, so much so the founders of these carnivals traded. That's why he sold in um, in, uh, in, in Elf, um, uh, Wait, what? What? What are the? What are the like super elves? Aaron? Aladrin. Aladrin and Aladrin. <laughs> super runs, elves. Runs. Yeah, that's yeah. what they are. Yeah, that's what they are. You know, runs. I'm sorry, I just never heard. Elf, and you added elf, so it was yeah. an elfier elf. The, I just never heard them referred to as that. Coat. Yeah, three <laughs> It, she is an Aladrin, and she runs this, you know, spooky dark carnival. And two Shadar Kai run the, which are shadow elves, run this like bright happy carnival. Uh, and it also can travel around in and out of the Feywild and in and out of the plains. So, all right, that's um, that's enough of my monologue. I'm gonna let somebody else have some oxygen. <laughs> also, the Displacer Beast I love so much. That's her on the cover. That's why I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. So yeah. E- even they knew that. Yeah. Even though they knew that picture was dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a, a moving Fey crossroads. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a passage into a particular domain of the Fey Wild. Um, also, it's a f- super fun carnival. There's so many interesting things for your characters to do exploring this place. Um, but first, you got to get in. You got to get in. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a problem. If you try to get in without a ticket, um, bad things happen. Well, there's, there's also a, uh, a time constraint on get on going there right like it's not always around oh yeah yeah it, i think in the beginning of the book it said uh you recall that it comes around once every eight years mm. yep yep it's, it's different for each realm but still it's not always around um and um th- although mysteriously it's there when you need it that's weird um you know it's all it's almost like uh <laughs> you know, like some sort of plot device <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the I, greatest I, of D and D mechanics. Uh, that is true. Uh, did you say one time during our show, the Gax Pack, you were like plot device uh, trumps all dice rolls or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
sounds like something I'd say. Yeah. Um, does not need attunement. That is right. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's yeah. It doesn't take up a spot a slot either. Um. Yeah. What, what what's interesting to me about it? I know I just said I was gonna let somebody else talk, and then I'm talking again. Um. This was something that was conspicuous to me. If you pay close attention in Van Richten's guide and you read the carnival section and you read Isolde's story and you read about Zabilna in Isolde's story, Zabilna's awful. And then you get over here to the to the Wild Beyond the Witch Light and it's all like, she's your fairy godmother, don't worry about it. Yeah, no, she's, she's great. Yeah, everybody loves mm. Zabilna. And I'm like, uh, we talk about the same person? Yeah, so, which, uh, you know, maybe uh, not to spoil anything. Um, nope. Wait, I would I would spoil it. Never mind. I, I can't I can't can't say it without spoiling anything. But uh, what People I did want to say, what I did want to say, and then I'm going to stop wording. Is yes, the carnival is fantastic, and there's so much, and that's why we spent so much time here with the Black Dice Society because I didn't want to rush it. That they're mm -hmm. like. Ooh, I want to go on dragonfly rides. I want to go on the minecart ride that goes into the mouth of a dragon, which of those of us of a certain age are like, aha. Really great stuff. Well, uh, you, you were you're just talking there about like some of the things. Uh, is that all of the attractions oh my that God, you can no. find there? What, what are some things no. that you might be able to find in the Witchlight Carnival? Um, there's lots of rides. Um, there's a bubble pop teapot, uh, <laughs> which actually that might be the, that's not, no, that's not the dragonfly one. Um, so yeah, you've got, it's, it looks like a big teapot and you get to come out in a bubble and, and float around. Um, there's a carousel that's, uh, there's a carousel run by a centaur. His name is Diana Cloppington. I know, and she's actually not even a centaur. She was know, turned into right. one with a horrible curse. She wanted to be, she uh, went to, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the witch right now, but she went to one of the witches and she asked to be reunited with her lost horse. Oh no. She said, okay, I'll reunite you. And she merged her into the horse with a oh. curse. So now she's a centaur. There's a lot of that where it's like, it's fun, except there's a very dark one. <laughs> Yes. It's very monkey paw esque. Mm -hmm. It yeah. is incredibly monkey paw esque, where it's all like, be be very okay. careful what you ask for because you will get that thing. Yeah. That I just want to say real quick. By the way, I just want to mm -hmm. say real quick. Stabigail, the cobalt in the chat. No, no, you should feel bad. Don't bring up that Full Metal Alchemist episode. How dare you? <laughs> this is supposed to be a happy. <laughs> episode how dare you too, too soon too so i realize it's been 20 years <laughs> there's, um, there's yeah. a cake eating contest you can do in the fairy orchard um yeah, there are gondola totally gonna swans. turn out great right yeah yeah, no, yeah absolutely those, they're yeah. fine totally fine hey i love that we've got igwill in here and her stats Mm -hmm. you know I, mean? I don't know if Igwilv has ever been uh, statted up before because that's a good uh, question. In so uh, Igwilv, I believe, was originally the the brainchild of Gary Gygax because in um, the Lost Caverns of Sajkanth, which uh, the um, the Gax Pack just completed, uh, you you are actually exploring her abandoned. Uh, fortress, underground fortress, and she's long been dead for hundreds of years. Hmm. So it's cool, or you know, in that time, yeah, so it's cool that she's back and in the Feywild. Uh, ironically enough, the thing I said I wasn't going to spoil is that Igwilf shows up in uh, this adventure. So yeah, <laughs> there's, no, it, there's oh, she's there. In, uh, in, yeah, in, you don't in, you don't know the why she's there, life. but she yeah, she yeah, she yeah. around. She's mm -hmm. always around. <laughs> Yep. She's always around. When 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 it, when is she not around? When, when, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, when you're exploring, you know, the fortress after she's dead. <laughs> it was her daughter. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out in 1980, so there's no spoilers there. <laughs> yeah, her daughter true. was. The but main. that is true because, like, that that character's been around in the lore for yeah, a long time, and and I and I, yeah. and I genuinely can't think of a time I've seen a stat block for for them. Hmm. Yeah, Pretty I mean, because cool. she's like. 
an arch, 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 arch wizard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she, she was used she, as DM magic. Yeah, yeah she's strong, <laughs> strong enough. That's what her stats were. Strong enough. Yeah. Especially back in those days, as we've commented many times, you know, the game used to be far more adversarial. Yeah. And so having certain characters that it's like, uh, she wins, you know, was <laughs> kind of that thing. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, we attack her. And it's like, well, she summons eight Bigby's hands that squeeze your heads off. Right. Just because that's what happens. Yeah. Just because. Because yep. that's what happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because reasons. <laughs> Uh, There's actually a statue of her in the Hall of Illusions in Witchlight Carnival. There is, oh, uh, another. Well, there's, a, there's, there's a statue of Tasha That's in the, true. Ha- in the Hall just, of Illusions. I'm assuming if you're watching this show that you'll make the intelligence check to know that's a, another name. You know, I Jesus. certainly hope not. Otherwise, they don't need our show to explain these things to us. <laughs> <laughs> Tasha and Igwill were the same person. Dun, dun, dun. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you you brought up Hall of Illusion. Uh, mm-hmm. I I assume there's some magic uh, uh, things going on there. I almost said something else. <laughs> that would be accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly some illusion magic. I I would assume. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a, yeah, there's a lot of mirrors and things. I'm not gonna spoil stuff. The overall vibe. I know this is so tough. Where they're like, talk about this thing, and we're like, but we don't want to mess it. We don't want to ruin it for you. Um, The the general vibe of the Witchlight Carnival in particular is you know tricky. You know what I mean? Like it's not terrible and horrifying. And I mean, you can tell fairly dark Feywild stories. I'm in the process of telling one, but it is more just like something's amiss there's a mystery here and then there there is mr witch and mr light who are eh, eh, these are okay. boys wait yeah wait, 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 little, little, they're a little they're a little sheeny with a the little, sh- little shiny that, that's uh, just how uh, they are a lot a lot of lights are on in this room you wouldn't know <laughs> uh, but uh yeah mr witch and mr light that's mr witch and that's mr light and uh you know they got a secret and Ooh. uh you kind of got to unravel what it is i'm sure they've got a few they Let did. me spoil it for you. And... <laughs> sorry. No, no. Don't be I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm like, give, give him the TLDR, Jason. Save us. <laughs> right, I'm not yeah. going to spoil anything else. Just that someone is <laughs> statted up, and I just thought that was. Oh no, no. I, I, no. I, I genuinely think that 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 part is fine. I I, mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, but the, the speaking of Mr. Witch and Mr. Light though, they they are Shatter Kai, correct? They are Shadow Kai Shatter Kai elves. Yes, Aaron, please. Nope, that was it. I said oh. yes. Oh, okay. Um, and <laughs> they got come- tired of the shadow fell. They wanted a little light and color. Yeah. I like Mr. Mr. Light in particular is I believe the one that's dressed sort of like a the Harlequin clown, and he's he seems to be very much enjoying um, a place that has a little more vibrancy in it. Um, I don't know. Mr. A, a Witch sh- seems a little more business minded. A Shatter Kai that, that has a smile on their face and is giddy makes me very nervous. <laughs> Mr. Witch, it definitely seems like a good cop, bad cop thing. Just on Oh, the- yeah. Mr. Witch, it's definitely like the, oh, well, sign this contract. <laughs> you know, whereas Mr. Light is like, everything's going to be great. <laughs> don't bring the vibe down. I think he'd get very mad if you brought the vibe down. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because, Trevor, you mentioned a, a, a timer that you're on. The, the carnival actually has a vibe and oh yeah what, what you do the carnival gets happier the carnival gets sad and like if you harsh the carnival's mellow <laughs> bad stuff starts happening like literally, that's right players you, you can literally vibe. roll a vibe check you can literally <laughs> roll a vibe check i hope that yeah. there's a the hope that uh someone's writing a screenplay based on this because it's a horrible horror movie. <laughs> it is. It really is. Like, like the amount of things in this that, uh, like, okay, I, I don't know if you all saw a movie, but I was obsessed with it when I was a kid. The the movie Little Nemo, um, where it, it's Little Nemo in Slumberland. Yep. And th- this and this fuel. Yeah, and this this book totally gives me that vibe where it's like everything is bright and happy and everything's fine. Don't go down to the basement where we have the embodiment of all evil and nightmares. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
yeah, yeah. don't look behind the curtain yeah <laughs> yeah i i feel like that is a very apt thing for this uh this adventure in this setting is do, do not look behind the curtain at all yeah yeah definitely because um well like um if there is one thing that you experience there and i won't tell you which thing uh where you're confronted by something you're afraid of and if you make the saves it's a funny thing you know what i mean it's like a laughable version of the thing you're afraid of but if you fail the saves it's full-blown nightmare on elm street and it is that thing and it comes out of the ride after you <laughs> so no, no thank you hard pass yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep um can i also point okay. oh no, there's, go a, there's an NPC in here that's um, one of the hands that works at the carnival. Um, so there are a couple of these characters that are people who work in the carnival and you can get information from them about um, what's going on with the carnival and um, where are the things you're looking for, depending on how you start the adventure. But there is a uh, clown, an angry clown named <laughs> Thaco. 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 <laughs> I cannot believe the they clown. did that. Yep. Yep, I find that's that awesome. delightful. And that goes a jerk. Yep, yeah. This is, yeah that's, <laughs> you know what? I, I, I would actually like to to, to uh, ask uh, Jason and B. Dave, can you give us some lore on Thacko? <laughs> Not oh the clown, uh, but the name. May I? may I, Dave? Oh, please. Please. Thacko stands for two hit armor class zero. Ugh. And uh, <laughs> armor class used to run up until 3.0 was the better your armor was the lower your armor class was so like if someone had a zero armor class they were pretty good you know what i mean if someone mm. had like the ultimate was like you know the paladin with negative 10 armor class with his plus five plate mail um <laughs> so like that i'm really glad that they did correct that because that was always so confusing so on your character sheet, um, instead of just like your attack roll and your your bonus, it was what was your two hit arm? What was your Thaco two hit armor class zero? Or on some of the older sheets, it had like here's what it, here's what you need to hit armor class ten. Here's what you need to hit armor class nine, and so on, all the way down to like negative three, um, whatever they could fit on the sheet. So uh, so th Thaco or Thaco is just something that um, was in grained in our brain as as players um but i'm so glad that they got rid of it because it makes so much more sense the way the system is now mm -hmm. as i said it was an adversarial time <laughs> right? so the, much math the rules themselves were resisting you how about 18 double o strength ah uh, yes Dude, yes yes the the I started playing D and D in fourth edition, and when I got into, it, I was like, "Oh, I'm in, let's go!" And I found the Baldur's Gate game, and I and I was so freaking confused when I found some armor, and it was like, "What do you mean this is a four? And my my plate mails a zero? What is that? How does that make any sense?" I had I yeah. did not understand it at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the Baldur's Gate games have have the old the the second edition rules. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. fun times still great it's, games though oh yeah i mean we wouldn't be here without them yeah but no. it's um uh they, they they have evolved appropriately let me say that you know because <laughs> i've gone back and i've played some first and second edition games along the way like you know the gary con and things like that and it's like mm, i'm good give me advantage <laughs> and disadvantage i'm Again, it's, I, I do appreciate it when on occasion people try and like, you know, game explain things to me. And I very much am like, don't quote the deep magic to me <laughs> when it was written, you know? Game yeah. explain. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, I, I, this isn't a huge spoiler, but there's a goblin named Chucklehead, which, you know. Nobody. That's an insult where I come from. But, you know. <laughs> Which does seem like a very apt name for a goblin, one yeah, that they would even he choose. Has, he has a maggot in his head that he talks to, and it's <laughs> good. So, but the maggot will kill him in thirty days. Oh my god! Or, or, but if you kill the maggot with a heal healing spell, the goblin will become evil again. So it's like this oh, damned that's, if you do, damned if you don't. That's a yeah. disgusting yeah. moral conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> 
let me I, I will just say this since you since you brought up chucklehead you know <laughs> the, the, the way in it is an insult where i come from as well for the record because <laughs> uh, where we come from is not so dissimilar but yeah. um w- one thing i will say is if you're playing this game at your table it's like this has some of the richest npcs like, yes a lot of times as the dm just because you you just get like a name and a stat block and you're like i want to go talk to you know grimax the the mercenary let's hear his story and the dm's like he doesn't have one so he's got a grim axe yeah yeah it's grim got a skull on it with an axe <laughs> and he's grim axe <laughs> but, but but in this in particular like if they if they take the time to describe if they take the time to give the npc a picture there's a lot about them in this book and there's a lot about their story and what they're like and what they want because all of them want something so Mm -hmm. you can cut deals you can negotiate like it is way more interactive in this particular book than in a lot of them so like i mean you know hurley who was or no i think it's burley no hurley you meet who's looking for his brother burley um, other, other way, I think. Is it, is it Burley that's looking Burley for Burley? Burley is looking for Right, right. The, you know, <laughs> that's the, I will say. The, the mermaid the, the... and the mime were in love, but someone <laughs> took his voice, so he can't tell her. Yeah, and she thinks and she thinks he ghosted her. Yeah, um, the uh, uh, you know that that displacer beast. I won't tell you what's up with the displacer beast, but you should go engage the display. Talk, don't engage. Yes. He's he's a chunky girl. Talk to the displacer beast. That is the sweetest displacer beast I think that has ever been put in a D and D supplement. Which is a statement that I didn't really ever see our, us making, but I'm yeah. with you on right? it. Yep. I, I'll be honest. The, the main re- so I actually bought the 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 book that Jason has, the cover one, uh, and I later found this one and bought it also because we actually call our cat uh, Penelope a displacer beast because we swear to God she can bend light and get to places that she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Teleporting cat. Yep. Teleporting cat. Yeah. So that 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 was the that was the main reason. I love I love that there's. Big displacer beast presence in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and her name is Durlagron, which mm-hmm. is another name for the displacer beast that you don't see come up a whole whole lot. I yeah, actually did not know that. Deep lore. Deep lore. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually, that reminds me, Jason, you, you guys did an amazing displacer beast song on Bardic Inspiration. Thanks. That's one of my favorites, actually. It's one of my new favorites. We, um, when we start to write... Um, because we've written so many songs and it's just me and a guitar, we often think of a different genre each time. And then sometimes we'll think of a song that like might be for a certain artist. Mm-hmm. Once again, we never parody other songs, but we try to write songs in the style or inspired by. And so the Displacer Beast song, we said, what would it sound like if Ozzy Osbourne sang a ballad about so a Displacer good. Beast? And it just, uh, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> Mods, uh, mods, if you get if you can drop the uh, the link to that in the chat, I would highly appreciate that because it is it, everyone's got to listen to it. It's so dang good. It's called Displaced Displacer. Yeah, <laughs> that that was that was one of the episodes I got to sit in for, and I was so happy because that you, you guys nailed the the Ozzy Osbourne sound. So good. Um, so so we we, we talked a, a little bit about some people you can find there, but like what what are some other beings you might cross paths with in uh in the witchlight carnival is, is is there just like people of all ancestries throughout here or are they all elves oh no i mean There's the cool thing too lot. is uh not only will you cross paths with these creatures you can actually be these creatures you can be you can finally be a fairy everyone's always wanted oh, that's to right. finally. sort of homebrewed fairies for years but you can finally be a fairy and you can be a rabbit person yeah, Herringon. the Herringon. Herringon. And, uh, but, you know, the only thing that I'm disappointed about, and I'm sure this will come back or whatever, is I, I understand that maybe online or during the beta testing there were owl folk. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Else. That were, yep. Oh, that's for something else. Okay, yep. so that may come, that may happen. Okay. Yeah, I Good, think. Because I was like, man, I want to be an owl person. Right? Yeah. But yep. hopefully that comes eventually. Rabbits, so. too. Yep. Yeah, it's great. I want to. I want to be a Goliath-sized owl person with a heron gone friend just sitting on their shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
for actually one of one of the games that I'm uh, I'm prepping right now for a show. Uh, one of the players decided they were going to be a heron god. I was like, I did not see that coming from you, and I'm so excited to see you play rabbit person. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so, a, a rabbit people have um, a, a special place in my in my heart because you all know how much I love the game Battlelords of the 23rd Century, and there's a race in there that are called the Fot, which are redneck rabbits. Uh, <laughs> what? They, Sorry, they're, they, they're redneck rabbits. Well, so a micro detour. There's a, there's a guy. There, basically, there's a mad scientist that is the primary antagonist in the game, and he intentionally created the greatest warriors in the re, in the universe, and he made them insufferably annoying. So he bred them to be redneck rabbits. Um, <laughs> so run a lot of games with the fought. So uh, several of my old Patreon players are have put together D and D characters based on their fought characters. So they're a uh, the the Aragon, a lot of them are rednecks in my game. As, as, as a shout out, shout out to the fight. Mm -hmm. um, before we continue, I do want to uh, say for the chat. Uh, remember, you can drop questions in there, and the mods will pick them up to ask at the end of the show. You can ask questions about Witchlight, Jason, Bardic Inspiration, anything you want in there. Throw them in, and we'll see if we can get them at the end of the show. Also, uh, for, for the record, uh, the Freely song is kind of great. You know, it, it's uh, the Brimstone Angels go. Uh, also. Oh. Brimstone. Basically, anytime you say brimstone angels, I hear go, go. Right? <laughs> yeah, so. mm -hmm. it, it, it legitimately it. gets stuck in my head for at least a minute after every intro that Aaron does. Okay, so I love that song so much, and I do still tear up whenever I hear it because it just like fills my heart up. But also, <laughs> Drop of Time is the one oh. that I listen to and get stuck in my head, and I'm like, I like, because I, you can play Bardic Inspiration. Uh, the soundtrack while you're playing Idol Champions, right? And I'm like, okay, if I ran Idol Champions on my phone and I play the music and then I put it through the speakers and I can listen to it in the car. So, wait a minute, what's this about listening to the soundtrack? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can get, you can get the. Now we have the, the official theme song to the whole game. Now. That's yeah. true. Oh. Also, plug the CD. <laughs> oh, well, I've got my own. I, yeah, I just had a new album come out on Friday. Yeah, of my own, of my own music called right. uh, "From the Wreckage Part 2. Heck yeah! And uh, you can, if you want to get an autographed copy, you can order it off my website. And if you just <laughs> hey. want to hear it, you can hear it anywhere where you listen to music. It's Hell streaming yeah. everywhere now. Yeah. Yay. Cool. Um, also... Oh, oh God, what are you gonna say? Nope. Yep. I was like, yes, and Bardic Inspiration. That that that's all out, and you can listen to all of it. Mm -hmm. Although, uh, with the, but because you you did studio full studio versions of ten of the tracks, right? Right. Of nine of them so far, <laughs> and you can hear you can hear them all in the game, or you can order them off of um, or you can download them from Epic or from Steam. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. That little jukebox in the game right now, and just turn on the jukebox and have a listen. Oh yeah. Uh, very good I, I love that uh i love that mars and garwar just have that playing in the background during their streams the whole time <laughs> um but g going back to the hair guy real quick uh, the one of my favorite things when that uh when that ua came out i just remember dylan messaging me and going brb gonna make a herringon that can jump 300 feet <laughs> So, so what? What other what other creatures might you cross paths with in the Witchlight Carnival? Anything, anything of super cool interest and notice, or words that describe that that I can't think I of mean, right now? I mean, a, gi a giant talking displacer beast didn't do it for you, but, uh, <laughs> right? Right. Listen, a tragic centaur. I have ADHD. Mm -hmm. It only interests me for thirty seconds. <laughs> why, why, why am I bringing up old stuff? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm deploying the book again. Fine. Well, I will say this. Um, Ooh, a tree and the, sapling. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. There, there, there are uh, some shady customers that I won't spoil, mm. uh, but their character designs are terrifying. Uh, Sal Pig, the little girl. Uh -huh. I'm just like, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Mm -mm. Do not want. Terrifying. Yep, do not want. Uh, yeah, but that's uh, yeah. So they're they're not everyone at the carnival is your friend, you know. Well, and and I speaking of people who aren't your friend, I believe the the players for Isle Champions have already crossed paths with a certain Kenku. Yep. Uh, who oh, is a already? jerk? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. She's at the end of one point two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. Kettle Steam. Yep. Kettle is... Steam is a jerk. 
antagonist, but who might be sort of helpful. Mm. You know, maybe Are helpful Kenku at all. I mean, first of all, how dare you? How dare? Yeah, um, I will say if uh, for those of you that are fans of magic, uh, Ellie Wake Tumblestrum. Oh, that's uh, right. She is. Is he? She. She's in. She's in. We got a song for her too. Get a song. Yep. Oh yeah. I mean, after fifty-two, there's not a lot of people you don't have songs left for. Oh no. You don't have a Mahen song. I, I was about to say we need a Black Dice Society song. I don't even know. I don't even know what style I w- our song would be in. I'm like, because I don't know that you've gotten you know an orchestral well, pipe in, organ. They got to be an idol yep. champions. First, That's true. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that mm-hmm. could happen one day. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. That'd be mm-hmm. weird. We got huh. a good yeah. smile. Yeah, <laughs> who can who can say? Uh, one of the really interesting things about Eliwick being in there, though, that I found because the, the, I I, ba- I mainly gotten to read through the the carnival section of the adventure. They actually do just straight up say she's a planeswalker. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She's a planeswalker. That's like what we're, she does. we're just throwing around that word now. Yeah, that's her thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 her vocation. But actually, going back to the 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 thing of like stat blocks not being in the book, I don't think Eliwork actually has a stat block. No. She doesn't. Yeah. Just, I think it explicitly mm. says like if they they there's no interacting with her like that. Like, yeah. yeah. You don't get to attack her. Um, <laughs> yeah. She seems Why would to you be, want to? Right? Yeah. She seems kind of there to be like, here is some information you're missing. <laughs> She's all like, I am Magic the Gathering's Ellie Wick Tumblestrum. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Yeah. Uh, allow me to deliver vital exposition. Yep. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're gonna have exposition, why not have it from one of the greatest well, actually the greatest bard in the multiverse. Sorry, I forgot. I, forgot. That's the I still Apparently. find that difficult. Yeah. It seems very subjective. <laughs> uh, Jason, I, I don't know if you actually heard what B-Dave has said he would do if someone wished to be the greatest bard in the multiverse. Maybe <laughs> not subjective the is the answer. The only bard in the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> only way to make that actually happen. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, maybe Greg better wish that soon. Yeah, Greg <laughs> Br- <laughs> needs to find <laughs> a wish spell fast. Out of existence. Yep. yep. That is That's what, very that monkey is... paw of you too, B Dave. Again, I too am from a more adversarial time <laughs> in the game of where you, because again, back in the day, Wish could do literally anything, literally anything. Mm-hmm. But the Twilight Zone monkey paw version of it, where you would get exactly what you asked for, you know, mm-hmm. but does not necessarily mean you would be happy once you got it. So yep. I will do so much. So my players became so accustomed to that, that in the Patreon game, there was this, a scenario where they had a wish and they were fighting a big bad and a group of them, a group of them worked for six weeks to word a wish that I could not break. <laughs> and, when the, and when the time came, they laid it on me and I literally was like, <laughs> and they have all these screenshots of me that I'm just like, I'm trying to find. I was like, how can I make this terrible? Oh, mm, mm. they got me though. They did yep. get me. They, 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 it was airtight. It was airtight, but that's how the game used to be. You know? Yep. Yep. Uh, we're, can I we're, point out one oh. tiny, silly kind of thing? Well, actually, oh, yeah. it's two small, tiny things. One is that once you get in, you get to you have to wear butterfly wings so they knew that you paid. You say have um, to like it's a bad thing. <laughs> you get to, <laughs> which is also why Derlegron, the uh, Displacer Beast, has enormous butterfly wings on. Yeah, the um, crew. The oh, crew so they're, all they're, have. That's actually everybody. It's the crew. You can spot no, the people that No, I think it's work. everybody. I've been doing this a while now. Okay. 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 Well, the witch light skins for idol champions also everybody's got. Yep. Well, I guess everybody's that's, crew. Uh, that's why. That's why uh, uh, Kettle Steam is, was wearing fake wings because she's not crew. However, uh, when your characters come in there, your characters do have the option of having wings they can wear too. That is true. But it's uh, that's expressly you can tell the people that work there because they got they got wings. Um, the uh, the there's another thing you can do where you can compete to become the monarch of the carnival uh where you can there's certain things you can agree to do um that again directly contribute to um the mood of the carnival and whether or not you harsh the mellow and and you actually can be 
declared the monarch of the witch like carnival which actually really does not only affect the rest of the adventure but affect any time you come to the Feywild from then on they're oh. all like game recognized game type thing like oh you're the monarch of the carnival <laughs> i have right? always wanted to be wow. the prettiest fairy at the carnival yep <laughs> the uh, other yeah. thing is there's a there's a, a attraction called pixie kingdom where they turn you into pixies and you can do things when you're tiny and they give you a pixie name I think everybody should roll a D8 and find out what their pixie name oh, is. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm doing it now. I'm doing it oh, now. I'm not, I'm, not even, I'm not even gonna look at the book. I'm just, we're, we're going in. It's uh, six. Your pixie name is Panache, and I'm Panache. pleased with that. <laughs> uh, all right, let, let's see. Three. Cotton candy. Cotton candy! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I need the colors of that in my beard now. There you go. <laughs> What's Jason, mine? what did you roll? Did you roll one? You got a D8? What am I rolling? A D8. Oh, D8. Uh, I rolled an eight. You are toad hop. All right. Cool. <laughs> Although, like now that. you got to roll one, Aaron. Um, I rolled seven, which is puddle mud. Puddle mud. I am disappointed in all of us for not rolling a five, which is jelly bean starfish. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. is the best we'll Jefferson Starship's that, cover about, band ever. How about we give that one to Dylan? So yes. Jelly Bean and Jefferson Starship. I, li I, lit I literally was like, yeah, Dylan. Dylan Dil is our, our yeah, Jelly Bean Starfish. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love that we did that. Um, we're, we, we are getting towards the end of the episode, but I, I would be remiss, especially since you can unlock Brig Hellclaw right now in Idol Champions. Yeah, you can. Jason, is there some is there any cool bits of lore about Brig Hellclaw that you want the the viewers and listeners to know about? In memoriam. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh, wow. I'm hiding from oh that. Oh. oh my god. Good lord. <laughs> um well, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Oh, no, that just took all the t the, the wind out of my sail. Oh, Jason, no! <laughs> the Lord is. Uh, oh, but, uh, Lord says he is not even dead yet. <laughs> he's, a, he's this guy. Uh... Oh no! <laughs> he sings um, great songs uh, about right. dragons. Uh, well, but he's still alive in the game, so yes, I mean, Idol Champions is there for you. Um. You know, what's cool is I, I always wanted to create uh, this weapon for him that, um, you know, like, I I, I like B-Dave, also grew up watching uh, wrestling when I was a little kid, and I always remember the Honky Tonk Man, there was a wrestler named the Honky Tonk Man, and his big gimmick was, his finishing move, was he would break a guitar over his opponent's head, <laughs> right? And so I made Briggs' weapon, weapon uh, in uh, in sort of in tribute to the Honky Tonk Man, and I love so that. Uh, instead of breaking it over his head, it's made of adamant. It's made of adamantine, and uh, it's got spikes on the bottom. So don't ever ask him to play a song sitting down because that's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw the art for Brig, I thought about. I'm like, how does he play that sitting down? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, and uh, you know, and uh, he he attacks people with his weapon and um i made it, it's mainly a uh a bludgeoning weapon even though those spikes are there so i gave it mace stats mm. mace plus three that's oh that it's a plus three weapon it's a plus three mace guitar <laughs> war loot as we call it well, it's plus one in the sirens of the realms campaign but since and that level is, 17 is that where uh, brig originated from was that was that campaign right so brig was a a guest star on sirens of the Realms season towards the end of season one and then um it he just evolved into being a regular cast member yeah uh, when season three and four came around, but like for season two, I was guesting a lot, but my guest spots were like, you know, six episodes at a time. Kind of <laughs> yeah. Sort of like Josephine on um, on LA by night. Like she's guessed so much as she's basically a regular cast member at this point. I mean, she she made it into the credits. So yeah, the, the, yeah. And, and, yeah the, the, she, her and Xander, they got there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of, last episode of LA by Night, this Friday at 8 o'clock, mm. Night Falls for the final time. Mm. Huh? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, I, 
I did want to throw this uh this one in. Counting Coup had a question towards the beginning of the show for Brig. Did Brig go to the Witchlight uh and ask to be a rock star? That's just no, wrong. No, Brig hasn't been to the Witchlight yet. So. Oh, oh, boo! Yeah, no. Uh, he, yeah, what? the rock star. That boo counting coup. <laughs> uh, you know what? Someone someone wrote that in chat uh, yesterday too. When we or two days ago, when I, was, when I had you know been petrified, they said he's a real rock star now. I'm like, oh, groan, groan, boo. Okay, the booing and the so laughing good. does not convey well. Sometimes they're so. Bad bad they're good but that is just bad enough that it's just bad oh just... <laughs> uh, boy oh yeah l- the lurking writer says uh that was me in, uh, a few days ago sorry <laughs> i mean i'm just saying tiamat may or may not steal that disc though but uh you know otherwise whatever <laughs> um but yeah any in, in, any other little uh, uh tidbits about brig Lodux just gave us another one. Oh no what what what, what, was, what it? was it? We what a dead jokes for granite. <laughs> Stop it, chat. Right. Stop it. We You're can't in timeout. You guys anywhere. <laughs> I I am disgusted, but on behalf of Tiamat the Dark Lady, she is greatly pleased with all of you. Wait, yes. are you telling me Tiamat like enjoys the yeah. them dad jokes? <laughs> Tiamat enjoys emotional torment. You know? just, just suffer, just all of you suffer. Yeah. J- I feel like Jason just looked directly into your soul and went, "That checks out." <laughs> well, one thing about one thing about Brig though is, um, I always, as a player, have been fat, and I'm so glad that it's still in the game. I've always been fascinated with the Wand of Wonder. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I saw that in your gear. You know, it could cast a fireball or it could turn the grass around you green or it could turn your opponent blue or it could cast a lightning bolt like the wand or (laughs) or you go like this and just a bunch of butterflies fly out of the wand like i love that about the wand of wonder and so uh i've always wanted to have a character that had one so when um i could pick one magical item that was the item that i picked uh for when i was in Satine's game. And so uh, that's always just been part of his personality that, you know, when stuff's happening, you know, and there's nothing else to turn to, let's try the Wanda Wonder and see what happens, <laughs> you know? That, it, it is a good backup plan. It's like, well, we got nothing else. Who knows? Maybe right. it will help. <laughs> um, well, uh, we, we we don't have as many uh, questions about the, the Witchlight Carnival, mostly just more riffing and jokes. <laughs> that, that's, that's self-validating, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the the lurking writer did uh, ask, uh, was Jason talking about Tasha uh, because uh, there was his attempt to play the demon and the witch. I don't, is that is that one of the songs that you've done? Yeah, we did do a song. Um called the demon and the witch that's a badass name that is a badass name right yeah which is about uh igwilv and uh um oh is it gratz yeah and gratz yeah yeah i remember the, well, you know, the the, the broiest of gods, apparently. <laughs> Your voice for Gratz, good God. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah. A little tied up right now. What's up? Yeah. Right. I mean, anybody that chooses those leather pants is just, he doesn't intend to be taken seriously. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Well, I think that is a a good place to wrap up this episode. Jason, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I talk with us about uh, pretty much everything. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Wait. I had the, sorry, I just remembered. I'm officially putting in a request for a love song for the Raven Queen and Orcus. Second The song Orcus is playing in the boombox when trying to get her attention. Mm-hmm. You know, we, mm-hmm. we need to know mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. make sure. Down right now in, in our in our dock. There we there go. Is. Yep. Oh. Orcus wooing the Raven Queen. Yep. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. we, I, I just, Aaron, Aaron, I just love the fact that we have just willed this into being. <laughs> <laughs> it will be a thing, just dang it. Man, just manifesting out of solid rock. The people just so there's, no, like, 
There's no lore whatsoever. Like, oh no, this is this is strictly a joke that we went way too long on on this show. I mean, I think we've told the joke enough that we're starting to believe in it. <laughs> like honestly, uh, when they showed up in uh, Charles and Mount Tiamat, my first thought is, oh. This is an abusive relationship, really. <laughs> really, because like I was here. Hey, two got two evil gods standing next to each other. I was like, yeah. oh, what is he doing to her? Like, I really was like, oh, Havilar's concerned about her. <laughs> <laughs> See, and in my head, I just heard, hey, 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 da 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 da. da. <laughs> That's so, better. That's trailer for a rom com. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, just like, like, like the Raven Queen's got to be flustered, carrying some folders, and like breaks the heel. Uh. <laughs> she has her hair up in a bun and glasses on at the beginning yeah um, <laughs> jason uh where can people find you on the interwebs and what awesome things are you working on um well you can find me uh first of all if you're on twitch there's my twitch channel right there there we go in the uh in the chat so I'm on Twitch four days a week, so you can always find me either here or on my own channel or um, on the Gary Khan Live channel on Sundays. Although this Sunday, it's kind of like, I think it's uh, it's apropos for, for, for final episodes. So um, the last episode of the season <gasps> of the Gax Pack... That thing is so cool. That is cool. Sunday. Yeah, hey. uh, Kai, Kai made this. Kai Norman made that, yep. Yeah. Um, so our last episode is this Sunday, and then uh, we'll be back in the new year. But um, yeah, and then other than that, if you live in England, if anybody here is in England or Scotland, I'm actually going to be there in December. I've got eight shows in the UK in December. Nice. So, um, yeah, just check me out on my website, jasoncharlesmiller.com, and that'll link you to all of my socials and follow me on there to get uh, the latest info. And what was the, what was the name of the, that new album again? It's called From the Wreckage Part 2. Part 2. The, the, not The Reckoning. The, the, it's, just, it's just Part 2. <laughs> um, uh, Aaron, B-Dave, where, same question. Where can people find you? What awesome things are you working on? You can find me on Twitter at Aaron M. Evans. You can catch me on Mondays uh, on twitch.tv slash Dungeon Scrawlers starting at 1.30 for Concentration Check, co-writing space. So if you are doing NaNoWriMo, this is a perfect place to come and get some work done. Um, and then after, Blossom Steam with Idle Champions presents The Trials of Mount Tiamat, uh, <laughs> where I play Havilar alongside Brig Hellclaw, played by Jason Charles Miller, under the torments of <laughs> Dave Walters, who's clearly channeling Tiamat herself. Yeah. <laughs> Under the torments of B. Dave Walters is a sentence. <laughs> For, first of all, I need that hashtag. <laughs> Second of all, she gave you an opportunity to just leave. You can just go. I'm sure there were zero strings attached to that. It, you know, these heroes, they never want to be on my side. It just, just you could just go home. It's, it, no? Okay. No. no. Uh, you can find me on the podcast, <laughs> writing about dragons and shit, with Trevor and B. Dave Walters, where we talk about writing um, and all the things that go along with it. And then on Wednesdays on twitch.tv slash dungeon scrollers uh, at 6 30 p.m. That's tonight. I just kind of put that together in my head. <laughs> it's a long day. That's great. Uh, I play Cecilia on Dungeon Scrollers with a bunch of other fantasy writers. Um, and I wasn't there last week. And they um, they let the, the chronomancer, who turns out to be an alternate reality version of my character, um eat the timeline or something um so i have to i don't know i might be screwed um i don't think i'm sinking into an undead spa bog made of stone screwed but something um so find out what the heck i'm gonna do yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> please tell them they raided me as i was ending so please tell them if they raid me this week i'll be sure not to sign off all right <laughs> we'll, we'll come over at night yeah <laughs> Uh, B. Dave Walters, I say words about things. You can find me all over the interwebs wherever fine streaming content can be located with a significant announcement. Uh, by in, in the next month, you will know what I've been uh, uh, vaguely alluding to all this time. Uh, but a big thing's coming. I'm somewhere doing something six days a week. Don't even try and keep up with it. Just follow me on the tweetograms at B. Dave Walters, and I'll tell you there what I'm doing then. <laughs> I still like the word you invented last night, uh, vague book that was just a that is a great word it's <laughs> in, in the lexicon see that's it we're we're, in, we're inventing lore we're inventing world yeah. we're words this it's become
becoming Shakespearean. It you is. Know? It <laughs> truly is. We, we truly things. are the Shakespeare of Zenith. We are the Shakespeare of the streaming space. The three of us. Yeah, because we just need a cauldron. Just double, double toil and trouble. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, I do that. There. <laughs> You can find me on the Difficulty Class podcast every Friday, except for this Friday and maybe a few hours because we're having a little bit of delay there. Long story short, it'll be a little bit, but there's past episodes you can go check out. Uh, You can also find me on Twitter at the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there. Uh, Thank you to Jay and Mars for moderating in the chat and doing a fantastic job. And thank you to Codename Entertainment for giving us a chance to talk about some D&D and have some fun. Uh, If you missed any part of the show, it'll be up later today as a podcast on your favorite podcast service. And if you have any suggestions for future topics of lore that has to do with D&D, and you know uh, Isle Champions and whatnot. Uh, send it into Champions of Lore at CodenameEntertainment.com, and we'll see you about doing that. Uh, and let's see what we, what we got today. Today we've got uh, Mars's Guiding Hand at one, and then we have the Sketching Hour. <laughs> there, there it is. J- J- Jason is 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 showing off. It's Miller's Guiding Hand. <laughs> that that should actually be the intro. Is just like it just cuts to Jason just slowly. That that's the intro to Mars's Guiding Hand. <laughs> Done. Uh, yeah, and the sketching hour at three, so be sure to stick around for those. But that is going to do it for this episode, the 50th episode of Champions of Lore. Thank you so much for tuning in every week and hanging out with us. And thank you, Jason, for being here to help us celebrate it and having a great time. But uh, that is going to do it for this week's show. So until next week, Champions out.